0: So, have you ever gone to Wikipedia to find out something to pretend you're an expert?
1: Oh, do I have to answer honestly? I've already outed myself, haven't yes. I? Yeah, I do a bit of the old Google expert thing, and then I sprout this stuff back. <laughs> and I actually got caught out recently, because <laughs> and it was to do with CrossFit, which you think I would know a hell of a lot about that because I'm passionate about it. And... um yeah, someone told me about you know this particular weightlifting thing they did and uh, <laughs> I went and Googled it because <laughs> I didn't know what it was and then I came back you know, with all this intelligent comment and they said, did you go on YouTube that? I was like, oh, damn.
0: <laughs> I remember my old job in radio. I'll never forget this. So we're radio, like it's a major FM station uh-huh. and the breakfast team wanted to do something, you know, they like do stunts and <laughs> so we ranked the lawyer... For the whole FM station network across Australia, saying, you know, can we say this or can we do? I can't remember what it was. She goes, "Well, Wikipedia says." What? She actually quoted Wikipedia as the <laughs> yes. reference. And we were just like we're looking at each other because she couldn't see our face. We're like,
1: "What, what? are we paying you for?"
0: <laughs> you referenced and- Wikipedia for law?
1: Just go and get it from the wiki myself.
0: <sighs> Welcome to the Trading Business Show,
1: helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick
0: Bidwell and Michaela Clark.
1: Yeah, the old uh, wiki expert, hey? Yeah. So hopefully
0: expert. our listeners aren't out there looking at how to install a plumbing system <laughs> and looking at Wikipedia while they're doing it.
1: I reckon, I reckon there'd be a few tradies, sorry to, to all of our wonderful listeners, but I reckon there'd be a few tradies that are out on the job site, YouTubing the whole... Uh, <laughs> You know, how, how do, I... do I wire up a PowerPoint? <laughs> I wonder if the apprentices are doing that. You wouldn't yeah. want to get like the US version. I wonder how many apprentices have, you know, cross-wired a PowerPoint and just about blowing themselves up because they're YouTube and their their trade.
0: Well, you'd hope not, but anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway, look, technology does have a place, and that's probably not it uh, in the workplace.
0: But it does in your marketing automation. Yes. See what I That's a pretty there? cool segue there.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Michaela... Michaela's frothing about today's guest. Very excited. I hope that's the right term. I'm not being completely inappropriate or crass, but I'm showing my age here. But yeah, uh, today's guest, very cool. Um, I've actually known Andy for quite a few years uh, in a couple of previous business lives and um, great guy. Uh, He's helped a couple of clients of mine, Um, but Michaela's excited for different reasons about today's episode. Not because he's hot or anything. I mean, no, he's, he's not a bad-looking bloke.
0: Look, there's nothing wrong with talking about funnels and tags and that mm. kind of stuff now, is there? Mm. Now, <laughs> I'm a big believer, we're both a big believer in the power of automation and what it can do, especially for trade businesses because no one's really doing it. No, it's
1: a huge opportunity. Other than the
0: Jeremy Watsons of the world. But,
1: <laughs> and, yeah, there's not, there's not many trade businesses, like you, I reckon you could count them on one hand, to be honest, yeah. uh, that do this stuff well. Uh, and and it's called marketing automation. Fancy name. It just means using your computer and some software to send emails and stuff out to people automatically without you having to lift a finger.
0: And it's, once it's set up, it's all done.
1: And just it tweak it here every and there. time automatically.
0: And so we're a big believer in this. We wanted to get Andy on because he's had a lot of experience um, with trade businesses as well as others. He talks about um, an example where a plumber gets 85% increase in closed leads Mm. just by some really simple tweaks. Uh, And so after this chat, we thought, hang on, we've got to to get him to put an offer together. Yeah.
1: We haven't done one for a while, actually. So we hit him up. Uh, We put a bit of pressure on him. I know where he lives. And uh, basically, what Andy has put together and, and his business, uh, Elysium Systems, um, he's put together an offer to set you up with your marketing automation and he'll set up, uh, you know, specific automations with you um, for 500 bucks.
0: No. Is that all?
1: Yeah. Now, have a listen to the episode because... You will, you will really start to wrap your head around why that is such a good deal and why it's so important for you to do this and how easy it's going to be for you to actually get a return on that investment.
0: And look, I'm sure there's some special conditions and, and all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like a couple of automations that he'll set up uh, using Active Campaign, which we talk about. Um, but that's a really, really good rate to get this stuff set up. Normally, it's thousands of dollars. So we really want to make sure that uh, we're making this as easy as possible for you guys.
1: Yep. So uh, go to either... Um, Andy's created a page on uh, on his website. Uh, either go to elysium.systems forward slash TBS um, or go to the show notes uh, and you'll find the link in there. So just go to tradiesbusinessshow.com, um, find the show notes for this episode about marketing automation and, um, and you can click through there and check it out, uh, which you should definitely do as well as listening to this episode.
0: And uh, before that even, before you even talk to Andy, you need to get your sales <laughs> process in line, don't you? Yeah, that
1: would be a good step.
0: Yeah, to know what you want in your funnel and when you contact people. Uh, and we have in the Tradies Business Toolkit, we've mapped out how to create your own sales funnel. And that's just one part of the training and videos and checklists and all sorts of stuff that we have in the toolkit. Mm. And uh, as well as the private Facebook community, which Andy's going to be in. So anytime now that you have a question about your marketing automation for our toolkit members, he'll be able to answer. So free advice.
1: So that's, uh, tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash took it.
0: Less than a dollar a day.
1: Go check it out and, um, and have a listen. So joining us on the show is Andy Hoon. Uh, Andy, welcome to the Tradies Business Show, mate. Thanks, Warwick. Now, Andy Hoon, that sounds like you're doing donuts all day, mate. Has anybody <laughs> taken the Mickey out of your last name, mate? I'm sure it's happened before.
2: Oh, look, I get uh, everything from uh, Honda, Honey, and uh, honey. as long as it's not Darling, darling I'll respond, right? But uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, we promise
1: not to call you Darling, mate. Um, it's one of
2: those weird ones. Yep.
1: We're, we're not talking about uh, cars or anything with you, though. We should we should get you to explain who you are, Andy, and, uh, and why you're on the show.
0: Well, I'm going to jump in, so I'm very excited today, Warwick, because we get to talk marketing geek stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, these are Michaela's favourite episodes. There's all this geeky back end how to stuff, and I have to admit, um, I've become a little addicted to it myself, so I'll be honest, uh, because it is so powerful, isn't it, Andy?
2: Yeah, sure. It's it's amazing the results we see uh with all sorts of businesses really, with some of the techniques you can implement with um often quite simple uh processes and things. So mm. it'd be good to talk about some of those.
0: Yeah, so, uh, and we'll we'll dumb it down for our listeners um, so they get to understand what it is, but as well as give some um, more advanced stuff for ones that are already doing it. So we'll try and cater for everyone's needs today okay. here at the Tradies Business Show.
1: All the people happy all of the time.
0: Yes, which we say don't do.
1: Yeah. So, Andy, uh, tell us a bit about your background, mate. Like, um, as, as much of your checkered past as you're willing to share, so our listeners get a good sense of, of uh, what you've done, what you've seen, and then perhaps give us some detail on uh, what you're doing now, mate.
2: Yeah, sure. So um, my, uh, I guess my most recent history that's relevant to this is uh, working in, uh, in IT uh, for a big American company for quite a few years doing the corporate thing, um, which, which Mm kind of got me into the, uh, um, the whole software and and engineering side of of the uh, IT industry. And then, uh, Oh, it was 20, uh, 2013, I think I decided to go out on my own and um, got involved in my own small business, which is, funnily enough, where I, when I first met Warwick, and uh, turned out that business was a huge mistake to uh, to get into because it was about something I knew nothing about. That wasn't your fault, as, though, mate. That wasn't your fault, though. No. <laughs> I'm just, you, I'm just you're, uh, you're uh, disclaiming all of, responsibility there. Uh, responsibility. But um, one thing that did happen while I was involved with uh, that it was in the finance industry was I started... Um, Coming across marketing automation and, and some of these tools as uh, a way to to help my efforts in in, in that venture. and I quickly um, quickly realized when I was using it that number one you know I did have an interest in in those kinds of things anyway, so um, it was more up my alley so to speak, but sometimes the complexity involved or the or the concepts uh, involved in in getting these things up and running can be a little overwhelming and I, and I thought well. I bet there's a lot of small business owners out there who could uh, do with a bit of help, and um, and that gave birth to my uh, current venture, Elysium Systems, which has been running uh, since 2014 now. And I started off um, as a a partner of one of the big players in marketing automation, but uh, since then I've branched out to cover a few different uh, systems and. And technology, and it's a very broad area, right? I hope we can um, we can sort of today stay focused mainly on, I guess, the core topic. But there's so much that comes into it, you know, not just marketing, sales, and processes and fulfillment as well. So it's it's a pretty cool area. And if you are at all, uh, if you do have a little bit of a geek gene in you, then um, you know some of this will really tickle your fancy, I think.
1: And and for those that don't, for, for those that aren't like you and Michaela, uh, it can be a bit overwhelming, can't it, Andy?
2: Yeah, it's easy to uh, to overcomplicate it uh, when you're starting, I suppose. And like anything, um, you know, you need to really uh, dip your toe in the water and start, I think, small, start simple, get the low-hanging fruit taken care of, and then, uh, and then you know, gradually implement more complex things as you're more comfortable with it. But it's really, you know, getting a, an automation platform involved in your business isn't about you becoming an automation expert it's about actually liberating you to focus on delivering to your clients and growing the business so you know while it's a huge part of my life and, and my business day and i really love that and i my tailors into it as well but um you know buying or investing in one of these platforms doesn't mean that you need to all of a sudden just devote 50 percent of your time every day to that um there, there's obviously with any new System, there's a, there is a, a ramp up period where you know it all seems a little overwhelming, but the concepts are pretty straightforward when you uh, when you understand what uh, what's going on.
0: All right, so let's we're, we'll narrow it down a little bit. So we'll start off by talking about what do we mean when we say marketing automation. Like, what are we talking about there?
2: Well, there's the the Wikipedia definition, which is pretty um, well very
0: reliable source.
2: Yeah and and that's really talking about platforms mm-hmm. and technologies that are for marketing departments and and organizations to effectively market on multiple channels and largely online right so it sounds big and scary and it's only for big business but um I I think that definition's a little out of date and not necessarily relevant to um to a lot of the platforms and capabilities that are out there in my mind what marketing automation's about is it's filling the cracks right and and um that's that's the first part of it, so all those pieces in your uh so this bit a bit of jargon here, I guess the funnel is what I call it, but that process of somebody becoming aware of your business to the point where they become a client there's any number of points where they can slip through the cracks you know they maybe they fill out a form on your website or they ring up or respond to a direct mail piece, and for whatever reason they don't get through to be actually. Uh, becoming a paying client. Um, and a lot of the times, a lot of the time, that's because the business owner fails to follow up or any other, um, you know, half a dozen reasons that the deal just doesn't get closed because the processes aren't in place to, to cover it off. So that's, I guess, the first part of it of what I think marketing automation is. Um, but the, the other part, which is probably more interesting once you've taken care of filling the gaps is uh, just getting all that noise out of your head about you know how your business is supposed to run and the systems that are in place and probably taps over into Warwick's um, field a little more, you know, in that, okay, when, when X happens, we want Y to happen. If that doesn't happen, then we implement process Z. So those types of things that you probably, in a lot of businesses, shoot from the hip a bit, um, actually getting a system placed, uh, works with the software where it can to ensure that uh, you don't really need to think about it. You just know it's in place, it's going to happen. and If if the uh, desired outcome isn't achieved, then we've got something in there built in to, to follow up.
1: And it's, it's something that uh, you talked about, uh, people not following up or getting back to inquiries and prospects. It's, it's one of the biggest areas that I know McKenna and I talk about it a lot, and I certainly see it with my, my wingman clients, is people just, I mean, they get busy. It's not that they don't see the benefit in it. Sometimes I think people are a little afraid of doing that follow-up, and one of the fantastic things about using these automation tools is that we can avoid making those uncomfortable phone calls that a lot of people are, are reluctant to do in that follow-up of, oh, hey, just checking that you got my quote or proposal is, uh, you know, we can dodge that. But also in automating it, it means that you don't have to remember, uh, you know, we don't miss it. It happens when the time is best. And um, it really can have a massive impact on conversion rates in a business.
2: Oh, the- um, and, and, you know, there's, there's really good research to back it up as well. It's not certainly not a gut feel. I mean, I've got lots of anecdotal examples of it, but Stanford University, for example, has done a lot of research around the sales side of it, um, particularly with online things in the, in the States, um, which are fairly applicable here. But if you can follow up within five minutes, your closing rate will actually multiply by nine times. If that's the only thing you do, you, you're the first one to follow up. Um, you'll have a, a 9x uh, increase in close rates, right? Now, that's probably unrealistic in most people. It certainly is in mine, right? I mean, most of the, most of the day, you know, um, there's other stuff going on where, you know, we, we in my business, we don't have a dedicated uh, person that just does sales, but the automation can help you get closer to it. And the fact is with most tradies, um, you know, the follow-up, won't be happening in general, and not, not just trade, it's actually small business in Australia, but the follow-up won't be happening, you know, in, in many cases for 24 hours, if, if you're lucky. Mm. So if you can be the first one to get back to someone when they're actually in that mindset that they're looking for the product or service that you deliver, um, you, you're way ahead of the game. And that's without having a really slick presentation and, you know, all the other pieces in place. That one thing alone is going to close you more business than anything else.
0: So... You know, it can be a very complicated system, but the other thing I want to point out is it can be very easy and very simple. It doesn't need to be too complicated when you're first getting started. So what do you recommend for people that are perhaps wanting to automate a bit more of their marketing? Where should they start?
2: Uh, The typical low-hanging fruit, right? So the first thing that we do with most clients uh, or talk to about with most people is, uh, again, filling filling those gaps that are in the um, the follow-up process at, at the moment with an initial inquiry. So whether it's um, someone inquiring online or something on the phone, just putting a system in place so that you know that you're going to get a reminder to get back to them after that initial contact's been made. Um, and that, and that's very, very easy to do. You know, you can do it with uh, free software that's out there, something like MailChimp, uh, for example, and hooking that up to your website. If, if that's all very, uh, it's like a big sort of cloud that weird things happen to you, you know, it's uh, it's something you need to get help with um, to, to hook them up together. But, um, you know, those kind of skills are fairly, uh, they're, they're, they're commodities these days. So it's not going to cost you a lot of money to do something like that. But certainly the initial inquiry response and follow-up is uh, is the first place to start. mmm
0: so this can be something like someone makes an inquiry um, on your website and emails automatically triggered, say, back to them saying someone will be in contact. Uh, and then it could be a series of other um, emails that go out talking about the company and, and perhaps some case studies and testimonies, all that kind of stuff, while you're either waiting to follow them up or after you've followed them up you know, verbally. So it can be both sort of act as a reminder system but also um, have a regular communication channel to the prospect.
2: Yeah, it's definitely uh, worthwhile going through a bit of a nurture process. Um, and, and again, some of the research that's out there on, on uh, people becoming, turning from prospects into buyers, on average it takes between 7 to 12 touches with a client before they actually buy from you. So just going through those steps of uh, you know once they've made an inquiry, so the first email that gets back to them, for example, that's that's one step. Uh, then you hopefully be calling them very quickly. That's another uh, that's another contact. Now you can throw in SMSs, um, you know, direct mail, whatever you need to to work them through, and other phone calls, of course, to that five to seven to really get them to the point where they're ready to talk about buying in general. Um, it does come down to the product too, to some extent. You know, if it's a, a fairly low commitment, low, uh, low, uh, value and, and the need is pressing, like, Hey, I've got a burst pipe. I need a plumber to come out and fix it. Uh, you know, some of this isn't applicable, of course, but mm. importantly, contact with the client needs to be combined with an internal way to get people aware of the fact that they need to follow up and remind them if they haven't. Yeah. I suppose that's part of it as well. And it's it's a good point. And they just think
1: <clears throat> it's a good point, Sorry, Andy, God. that uh that one about you, you have to customize this or or change this based on the sort of product we're talking about. You know, you, you wouldn't have a, a two week long process of emails and calls and postcards being sent to somebody for a hundred and fifty dollar pest control treatment. Uh, but if we're talking, a, you know, a five thousand dollar bathroom Reno, or yeah. a, a re roofing job, or something, or a twenty thousand dollar landscaping construction, then we want to actually build more value and trust and like in those early stages because it's going to make it easier when you turn up with your proposal and you sit down at the coffee table with one of those clients spending twenty grand on their landscaping job uh, to say, okay, here's what we've put together. They're already ready to buy. In a lot of cases, yeah. Once
2: you've been able to build your authority in their minds that yeah. you know you are an expert, you know what you're talking about, um, that decision is going to be a lot easier for them. You know, you, you obviously need to be able to um, answer any concerns about the specific delivery of that job, but building the authority and the trust is a big part of it as well, and that's what a nurture sequence will do. Yeah. But you know, on the on the $150 pest control thing, I think um, it is relevant there to an extent where when you miss. A lead, or, or or you lose business. If you've got the person's contact details, there's no reason you wouldn't set something up as well, so that the next time it comes around, you're top of mind. So, um, you know, there, there's there's a place for it with most industries and businesses. I think, um, you know, the only I think the only place where marketing automation isn't really relevant, in my mind, is um, uh, businesses like you know Seven Elevens and things like that, right? Where it's just purely transactional. Johnny-on-the-spot kind of thing. You know, you need a litre of milk or whatever it is. Um, there's not a lot of value there. Although, having said that, you know, Coles and Woolies spend hundreds of millions on uh, marketing every year at the big end of town. But um, any other service or product can usually benefit from it because you need – you know, I've got personal uh, a personal um, uh, example of this. Just last week where um, I had a guy come out a bit over a year ago and um, do some pest control at my house. Um, just General Cockroach Spray, and we've seen a few of them pop up lately, and I would love him to come back, but I don't know who he is. I can't find the receipt. Um, You know, he's never emailed me and never contacted me again.
1: No way. And
2: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just going to choose someone else, right? He, he did a great job. I remember his first name. It was David. But apart from that, it, it's it's just a lost sale for him, right? So, well,
1: David, if you're listening to the show, get in touch with us at tradiesbusinessshow.com and we'll hook you up with a customer, Andy mate.
2: North Lakes, yeah,
1: but uh, I, that's
0: where you got to go. I think the point is here that you know, with these systems, and these are low-cost ones, they can automatically send a reminder in six months and 12 months. So this is yep. a lot of set and forget stuff too. It's not like they've got to, you know, necessarily ring back or remember to. But you know, a lot of this can be automated automatically.
2: Yeah, it's about keeping in uh, front of mind, um, and there is a balance between being annoying and, and you know, being uh, relevant. I guess so. One of one of the effective things to do, um, I'm sure a lot of the listeners and you guys have heard of the 80 20 rule, uh, for example, right? So. 80% of the communications uh, we try and configure with our clients are uh, nothing to do with selling them something. It's about just either building, reinforcing the fact that you're an expert or um, just building interest, right? So you know, the pest control example, again, um, there's any number of funny videos, photos, whatever, of spiders, cockroaches on the internet you can find. Just communicating with people in that way so, you know, when they do think about pest control or mechanics or what, whatever it is that, that we're talking about, um, your name's going to pop into their head or they can quickly jump into their email and think, who was that bloke I, uh, I used 12 months ago? Uh, so that, that's a big part of it. And, and like you say, Michaela, it's a lot of it's set and forget, right? You spend, uh, spend a little bit of time putting together a, a uh, what we call a campaign over a 12 month period. And once you've done it, uh, that's it. And you don't need to, to worry about it again.
0: One of the, my favourite automation stories, because, you know, I collect these, is um, a story about uh, a guy went to his local butcher and uh, he bought a particular type of meat. And um, mm-hmm. by the time he got home, he'd had an email with a number of recipes to do with that cut of meat. Really? Yeah. So he's bought yeah, right. it. Um, and by the time, you know, half an hour in his email was, he's a number of recipes and things like that. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool, and and obviously there's heaps of different ways that you could do it. But I think the other thing to point out is here too that you know it's it's recreating content as well that you already may have. So say you write um a blog post, you know you can put that as part of your automation across a twelve month period um into yeah. it. So it's not yeah. like you have to recreate the whole wheel every time, but most of our um, listeners would already have marketing materials and and articles or videos that they're already using and it's just popping it into the actual automation for new customers to get to know them a bit more. So it's not like, um you know, it, it's going to be this uh, process that's going to take months to put together. You know, look at what you've already got and see how you can adapt that into your funnel.
2: Yeah, now that is a good point because one thing that may not be obvious to uh, to some people that aren't familiar with these systems, is that the clock starts on a on a campaign, if you like, the moment the person enters it. So you can have 12 months worth of of content to delivered to people, but that 12 months is different for everybody. The start starting point. Um, so like you said, you don't need to be going in there all the time and updating, although that is a good thing to do, um, producing new content and updating, um, with, with fresh ideas and things, but you can actually, you know, spend a few hours, put a campaign together and that will last you, you know, getting back to the, what do you do first and what's the low hanging fruit. These kinds of things are exactly the, uh, the steps we go through to automate that nurture process of, uh, not only for, for the clients you have. Uh, but new clients that uh, are wondering whether they should buy from you or not.
0: And the other, you know, cool things that you can do is, you know, if a a prospect opens a certain link in your email, they can be tagged to say they perhaps are interested in that service or special and then you can follow them up in other ways, whether it's by email again or a phone call and things like that. So it's really quite, um, you know, making your leads warmer uh, and more targeted so that you're contacting them at the right time with the right type of offers and things like that.
2: Absolutely. And and in the markets a lot of the listeners are in, um, a lot of the services probably we all provide, there's some level of commodity in, in, in or commoditization in the marketplace in that, you know, there's any one of twenty providers that could actually fulfil that need for for, you know, people that are ready to buy, but the fact that you're differentiating your business a little bit by just going that extra mile and and taking a few extra steps will set you way out ahead, you know. Um, I've got a a commercial cleaning client um, who was under enormous pressure during a contract renewal um, for a commercial building in uh, in Sydney that was one of their bread and butter clients. And um, we implemented a campaign where we actually – Speaking to the cleaners, um, you know a lot of these guys are uh, recent arrivals in Australia. The the actual staff and um, they're kind of in in that business in particular. These guys are sort of uh, anonymous people, if you like. You know, in, particularly in office buildings, a lot of people won't give them the time of day. You know, so there's this there's no emotional uh, connection between the actual service that's being delivered and 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 the staff that's on site or the company. So. What, uh, what we did was set up a, a campaign for all the clients with a photo of the cleaners that were there in the building and just a bit of a story about them, you know, a bit of a backstory um, saying, you know, hi, my, my name's, uh, one One of the ladies was Francesca, a little bit of a story, you know, she'd arrived in Australia five years ago, got three kids, um, you know, and a, a, some, some more information about her. And, and the results were just phenomenal in that uh, not only did they renew the contract and they're able to. To charge a higher price but now their staff actually feel a lot better about working in this place because there is a little bit of a connection there you know with the people that work there they know who they are and you know there's no deep and meaningful conversations but there is that connection with them and this was done through uh, about four hours of work really putting this together Um, and it's and it's set them streaks ahead of any other business offering that commodity service. All
0: right so we've got everyone excited now because I'm sure our listeners are thinking of all the cool stuff they can do so uh platforms or what kind i know there's heaps of uh different solutions out there as far as technology goes um you know everything from mailchimp which is um free or i think it starts at twenty dollars a month if you want some automation put in right up to the infusion softs of the world which are you know 300 400 plus uh what what um sort of mid-level ones do you like to recommend or what what preferences do you have
2: so I've got three I really focus on myself. Like you say, there are dozens of them, uh, and you've you've mentioned two of them there, MailChimp um, and Infusionsoft. They're sort of at two ends of the spectrum. And in the middle, uh, ActiveCampaign is one that we do a lot of work with. Um, you know, other options out there, MailWeb, um, sorry, AWeber, um, Entreport, there's dozens and dozens, but I'll talk about the ones I'm familiar with, I guess. Um, MailChimp's a great place to start when you just sort of dipping your toe in the water because you don't have to actually spend any money at all to set up a simple autoresponder. Uh, where it starts to, well, not, not really, for, where it starts to lack in features, I guess, is when you want to do some of the more sophisticated things we've been talking about, such as tagging or doing a few, um, you know, if this, then that type behaviors in the business. Uh, and once you get onto their paid plans, then you're sort of getting in the realms of of what an active campaign, for example, is going to set you back anyway, uh, with a sort of a boatload of more features in there. So, active campaign, I think, really sits in that sweet spot for the vast majority of businesses out there. Um, Infusionsoft is a, an all singing, all dancing solution, but I think. Um, you know, it, it is the right solution for some businesses, but uh, it does come with quite a bit of complexity. And being an all-in-one solution, it does a couple of things really, really well and a, a lot of things just okay. So um, you can kind of get any outcome you want with any combination of products um, in a way. Infusionsoft will do everything for you as well as e-commerce. But I think you can get a much better outcome with um, combinations of Mailchimp, ActiveCampaign, and and other point pieces of software out there. For example, if you like, if you need to collect money over the internet, you know there's lots of really good shopping carts you can integrate. Um, but the downside of that is there's a little more complexity in getting it set up right.
0: Yeah, so I, yeah. I'm a big fan of Active Campaign uh, as well. Yeah. I think that it's a really good solution, particularly for our type of um, businesses that listen. It's it's got a lot of good features, it, and I actually find it relatively easy to use, um, unlike in Infusionsoft. For example, it's really complex to use uh, if you're not a you know fully trained in it. Where Active, it's quite you know with a little bit of practice, it's actually something that. Uh, is is easily to use and it's it's pretty cost effective. Um, I think it's you know anywhere from around thirty to a hundred ish dollars. I think um, for most of our listeners, yeah,
2: yeah. The most clients I have on ActiveCampaign are spending about seventy bucks a month, Uh, but it it comes down to the amount of contacts you have really, and and some of the features. But that that's generally that's for ten thousand contacts, right? So if you think of and you know it's sort of five thousand to ten thousand is a jump, so if you think of uh, uh an electrician that's been in business for ten years, they're going to have several thousand people hopefully in uh in some recorded in some place that they can automatically put into their uh their marketing automation system and that that's that's sort of a good middle ground we've found for most clients but that's yeah that's the kind of uh investment that you need, and that's a monthly fee of course. The other thing with all this software is it's in u s dollars in general. Um which is um been a tricky one lately with the dollar going up and down. It's back up a bit today, I see. So um it's not always a bad thing. But um but the that's the consideration to take on board when you're looking into the various solutions out there. You wanna know what are the subscription costs gonna be and what are my uh I guess onboarding costs gonna be as far as getting it set up as well.
1: And it's look, it's not a, a- Bad oh, point, you're still there Warwick. But yeah, I just thought I'd slip out and make myself a coffee while you guys had a little love in, uh, a geek <laughs> fest over here um, but but on that, I mean we're not talking thousands of dollars a month for this stuff I mean, if you had to pay somebody in your office to send these emails, track the replies, keep a database up to date you 're looking at a forty to fifty thousand um, dollar marketing assistant or admin high level admin person you know we're talking in the hundreds of dollars and and in a lot of cases less than a couple of 100 bucks a month and once you've done all that setup work which you know, it takes a bit of time but it's an investment in in having all of this working for you you've essentially got this marketing robot uh sending emails to people and sending reminders out for pest control 12 months down the track to say, hey, did you know it's almost 12 months since you had your cockroaches sprayed last, Andy? Uh, now's a great <laughs> time to start thinking about it. And by the way, it's summer, so you're probably seeing a few mozzies about or, you know, yep. a few uh, spiders might have made their nest. We've got a special this month. I mean, it's it's. I just think it's an absolute no-brainer and the clients I see that do this stuff, the light bulb goes on for them uh, eventually, where it's just like... Wow, I can't believe I thought this was going to be expensive, painful, wanky. Uh, you know, people don't like getting emails. I mean, all that stuff really. I just think is is bullshit excuses for not not keeping up with change and not doing things uh, smarter.
2: Well, I think um, all, all of those points are absolutely correct, but the one that I really see people's light eyes light up about is. You know when you when you start talking about them about uh, what what would two extra clients a month mean to your bottom line or, or 10 or whatever it is right when, and depending on where you are in the market and the price point and things like that um, how realistic it is to close more business sort of scales according to the business but it's it's pretty easy to justify the expenses generally for most businesses yeah. if they could pick up you know 10 clients a year for example yeah yep just through a few hours of effort and uh, and a couple hundred bucks spent so and in a lot of cases and i and i
1: am making assumptions here for our listeners so if you're listening to this and you already follow up 100% of your quotes and you you know you're following up all your reminders you're calling people back 3 months after you visited them uh, or sending an email at least to say hey we saw you 3 months ago hope everything's going well if you've got any hassles just click here and and let us know if you're doing all of those things then you're off the hook here but for the rest of you listening that aren't doing that 100% of the time, um, this is the stuff that, as you say, Andy, picks up clients here and there. And, you know, a couple of jobs a month is is easy, easy money when you start doing this stuff consistently. And that's what this automation is all about, is consistency.
2: Yeah, and it's the, um, the ones that you weren't in a bank anyway, right? So... To give you an idea, I've got a, I've got a plumber that uh, uses Active Campaign, and they've seen an eighty-five percent increase in the leads they close after oh. implementing this. Um, a mobile mechanic uh, is another recent one, so they're getting a forty uh, percent a increase in the in the uh, return business, if you like. So that scenario I kind of described before, where uh, you know the pest control guy never never called me back, and he did a good job, but I don't remember him. Uh, <laughs> maybe mechanics are a little different, but these are having a huge impact on their bottom line. Mm. Uh, so and, and it is you know there's a little like anything there's a little bit of pain to go through initially when you get it together in that you need to sit down and, and think about things and you know one thing worth talking about is if your business is chaos and you introduce auto, automation into the mix then you're going to automate some of the chaos and <laughs> you'll spiral out of control right so yeah, yeah. Um, it's part of a whole approach which I'm sure you guys talk about well I know you talk about a lot on the podcast here mm. of um, putting structures and systems in place and um, you know, and I suppose to be fair for the for the counter-argument potentially against automation now and then, um, you know, there have been situations where we could automate a process, but it would require a bunch of custom development, a lot of time and a lot of money. Mm. And, uh, you know, in reality, getting a virtual assistant either locally uh, or, or, or offshore to fill out that spreadsheet can work too, right? So there is a bit of balance in there, but yeah. – um, you really why. want to target this closing business, right?
1: Yeah, and that's why it's worth, um, and this sounds like a shameless plug, mate, but that's why it's worth people speaking to an expert like you or an advisor like you to make good decisions about what to automate and and what's a worthwhile investment in
2: it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all all up for uh shameful shameful plugs. But um <laughs> I th- I think that's that's good. I mean we do have value to offer because this is this is uh this is what we do, but there are some pitfalls when you get into automation and we we've gone through it ourselves too, occasionally you know, obsessing on uh on getting a process automated and all, all happening that's taken three weeks to get up and running and then uh, the actual payoff on the bottom line is, is negligible. So, mm. you know, we can, we can get people up to speed very quickly and, and also leverage a lot of the things we've done in, in most businesses.
1: Yeah, it's, it's about the bang for buck equation as per normal. Um, I know Michaela really, really wants to, to, uh, talk more about this, but I just wanted to, cause I know you work with, and you've talked about, you know, plumber, mobile mechanic, even some great examples there, but you also work with some, what I would describe as heavy hitters in the, the online space or in the, this sort of automation and marketing space, mate. And I, I just wanted you to give us, you know, a couple of quick examples of that big end of town because, for me, it's always interesting to see what the big guys are doing, because um, as smaller businesses, we have access to pretty much the same software and the same tools, and we can generate you know, similar results, perhaps not with as many zeros on the end. So, mate, what's what's some of the big clients you're working with, and, and the types of numbers they're chucking around, and the results they're seeing from that?
2: Sure. So my, I guess my uh, flagship client is uh, is a Facebook marketer in the US. So very different, obviously, to um, the stuff most of the people are used to. But his uh, bread and butter business that he runs with a partner is actually an agency, right? So the idea is that you call them up and get them to run your Facebook marketing. But a couple of years ago, he decided to get into the uh, membership site and online training arena. Uh, and and I've worked with them through that process. And uh, we're now up to closing $60,000 a month in business every month in subscription revenue. And it's just continuing to grow. And that's through, um, you know, he sells mainly through webinars nowadays. Um, again, quite a different paradigm to what most um, most of our, our, our tradies in Australia um, are used to, I guess. But um, it's been quite a bit of uh, work and effort to get it to the point it's at, you know, through advertising and things like that. But now it's, it's come down to a numbers game, right, where we've got the system so finely tuned that we know – If we change a few things and pump some extra dollars in in the advertising, that at the end of the day it's it's going to equal an increase in the bottom line. So once you tune it to the point where where you've got that ratio working, so for every dollar you put into the business, sorry into the advertising, uh, you know you're getting a dollar eighty out at the back end. For example, you're in a position where you can just pump as much money in as you've got available
1: to grow it. And Andy, that's why I wanted you to share that story because for our tradie listeners, you might think, well, I'm not a Facebook marketer, I'm not selling membership sites, but that's the kicker is when you get this stuff in place, the beauty of having your automation set up, the software that gives you reports to tell you how many people are opening what, what they're clicking through to, how many sales you're closing from those particular campaigns, you can very, very accurately calculate your acquisition cost Per client, and then decide how much money you want to invest based on how many clients you're going to get. So it's like you know you put you feed a five dollar note into the the machine, you crank the handle, and a ten dollar note comes out the back. And it's like how many times would you do that?
2: And yeah, be, absolutely. The answer
1: is indefinitely. So that's that's the power of these software platforms. Is you know they work they work for a hundred thousand dollar a month um, type companies as far as their their budgets. Uh, and we've got access to this stuff as as tradies and as small businesses here in Australia. So to me, it's it's an absolute no-brainer to have a serious look at this stuff.
2: Yeah, and software is just revolutionizing everything, right? Um, I think some of the listeners would certainly have seen articles recently about a percentage of jobs that are going to disappear in the future due to automation and things like that. But one of the, one of the things that a lot of small business owners may not be thinking about is that your competitors are getting onto this and they're going to eat your lunch, right? Because those commodity-type services, and we're seeing it with accountants, we're seeing it with lawyers, um, things that used to be esoteric knowledge that you had to go and pay someone a lot of money to do, um, you know, they're they're all starting to be taken over by automation and software. And the advantage that tradies have in particular is that you have to be in physical proximity to the work to actually perform it, right? Yeah. Um, We're a long way from getting a getting a robot to come out and build your house and things, but, you know, who knows? It'll no doubt be on the cards at some point, right?
1: They'll just print a house on a a 3D printer one of these days.
2: Yeah. Oh, look, who knows, right? I mean, you know, we've all seen a lot of uh, exciting changes, but that's that's the thing you need to keep in the back of your mind is that if you don't get on top of this stuff, one of your competitors in your area will, and they will literally eat your lunch because they'll just be on top of the lead follow up, um, the, the nurturing of the clients and things like that. And, uh, yep. you know, your, your business, you, your business can disappear pretty quickly. Absolutely. If you've got somebody that's, that's switched on, uh, in, in your immediate sphere of competition.
1: Great points, Andy. So, mate, one of the questions we uh, like to ask all of our guests here at the Tradies Business Show is if you had a 1,000 tradies in a room, or perhaps you've got a 1,000 tradies on a webinar, mate, because, uh, you know, we are talking tech here. Did you like that, Michaela, the way I did oh, that? Very good. Very yeah, good. I, was, I was impressed. Uh, mate, if you had a 1,000 tradies in a room, what's one piece of advice you would really want to leave them with?
2: What's one piece of So I can only speak from personal experience, right? And I don't know if this is still an issue. Cause i haven't uh dealt with too many traders lately but turn up when you say you're going to <laughs> do you know that's, that's, probably, that's probably the most probably...
0: common answer we get is it still can that yeah. automate that
1: yeah well, turning no. up. <laughs> maybe they need to send themselves an email automatically to say hey get out of the surf Go. that's terrible
0: no they're, yeah. prov- they're well, providing extra pick- service on the job before work. yes it's all about customer service.
1: But it, but it's a good point because really if that's the perception in the marketplace, there's an opportunity for, you know, tradies listening to this show to do things just a little bit differently. Imagine if you sent an email to your client the afternoon before or something to say just confirming we'd be there. Like you don't even have, but you don't have to type it. It's automated. You know, it's you put the appointment done, yeah. into your job management system and, you know, it triggers an email that goes out. Just 24 hours before or whatever with a few tips on making sure that the home is ready just a reminder uh please have the, the kettle on i like to drink my coffee black or you know you could have a lot of fun
2: with it yeah absolutely and and those little things do make all, all the difference again i don't want to harp on about the commodity thing but you mm-hmm. think of what we're all delivering and there's any number of people that could do that for for the market right so you've got to stand out in some way Absolutely.
1: So, Andy, if someone is listening to this and they're thinking, oh, I'm in love with the idea of automation, I really want to do this. Well, uh, that should be everyone, but or, anyway. Or the term, uh, apparently the term is frothing. I'm not really young <laughs> enough to understand that. But if, if you're listening to this and you're frothing about automation, um, what's the best way to find out more about you and, and what you offer, Andy?
2: Uh, go to the website, basically. So I've got a couple of, uh, couple of pages set up for, uh, for the podcast listeners. Um, my domain name is a bit of a weird one, so I'll just lay it for the pointer <laughs> for a second. I thought it was really clever when I chose it, but, um, and I really like it, but uh, I get a few issues. So it's Elysium.systems, and that's spelled dot systems, So S-Y-S-D-E-M-S. That's it, no.com, no.com.au, Elysium.Systems nice. uh, and forward slash TBS. I've got an offer there for the uh, for the listeners of the podcast if they're keen to, uh, to jump in and get started. But if you just go to Elysium.Systems, um, you can download a, a marketing uh, automation guide I've got there. It's fairly agnostic for any platform. It's a workbook, uh, 33 pages with lots of checklists and things that will get you started on uh, on the journey
1: cool we like it and we'll put the links uh, in the show notes for this episode as well so Systems forward slash tbs for Trade's business show uh, get on it um, I know Andy knows his stuff he's put hours and hours and hours into this and as you know as you've heard listeners he's working with some some big clients uh, so he knows his shit but um, yeah you really need to take a serious look at this this whole automation thing and uh, as you said Andy a couple of clients a month it's totally possible who wouldn't want that
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, you've inspired me to go tinker in Active Campaign for the <laughs> afternoon.
1: You got you got other things on your to do list, Michaela.
2: You stay yeah, out of Active go and get Campaign, get your geek on Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my like
2: reward.
0: <laughs>
1: well, mate, thanks again for coming on the show. Always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, go check it out, listeners. Thanks, Andy. Thanks. You've been listening to the Traders Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? find out how at tradiesbusinessshows.com